Mic check, mic check. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode in the field podcast. I'm your host, Marcus. Uh, my cousin Deontay cannot be with us today, um, but I'm going to be doing this one again solo. We got Jerry Gates, my boy Jerry Gates is going to be joining us. Uh, we met at Bowling Green, football player uh, from Middletown, Ohio. Just a short background, but I'm going to kind of let him tell y'all all about that. He should be coming on any minute. I ain't got no music for y'all right now, but hopefully cook up something real quick, real quick. Let me see. You know it's Blackout Tuesday. We ain't really supposed to be doing nothing, but I gotta set the mood. Oh, okay. Little Omarion for the win. But when there we go, there we go, my boy Jerry Gates. Yo, yo, what's up, brother? My check, my check. What's up? What's up? <laughs> What's up, baby? Ain't nothing, man. How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. I like the I like the mic. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I had to go official, man. I had yeah. to. Gotta do what it do, man. You all right? Family doing all right? Everybody doing good, man. We live right now. We live? No, no, no. <laughs> we ain't live. Like I said, I'm just recording. Uh, it'll come out. Um, like I said, probably in a few weeks. Me and my cousins, because he ain't here right now, but. Um, He'll be here Saturday. We're going to shoot something, like a little trailer or whatever, put it together. But trying to throw it all together, man, it's mainly going to be about um, bigging up people that's, you know, that we know that's around our age, that got a lot of stuff going on. Um, and me on the sports side, we're going to mesh a little bit on the music side as well. But really want to just give a platform, man, to everybody, like, you know, people like you that got a business, um, I talked to my boy Omar. Um, he got his own track thing going down in West Virginia. Um, got a couple more uh, people lined up too. My boy Carl trying to get Gabe and Jude too. That'd be dope. But yeah, yeah yep, yep. Just some, just some, you know, real light, real light. You doing all right though? Yeah, man, I'm doing good. All right, man. Like I said, you kind of hit me, man, on the post earlier, dog. You know what I'm saying? You. <laughs> Got is everybody's emotions all high, man. So you know, they all high, brother. You gotta, yeah, tough, man. You man. know, had to had to step out, step out of the box, bro. And you know, yep. Let these but, let these people know, man. I feel it, man. So just take me back, man. Um, like I said, I know you. Um, for those of y'all that don't know, like I said, it's my boy Jerry. Uh, we met at Bowling Green. Um, came in together, 2010 freshman class. <clears throat> Middletown, Ohio. We got Mitty in the building. You know what? You know what? <laughs> so, like I said, I just want you to, um, like I said, just start back, man, to like, you know, that that first, I guess, time where you was like, all right, like I love football. Like this is this what I want to do. Was it a game? Was it a like? Was you? Man, it was actually before before games, man. Like, <clears throat> you know, being in in elementary and you know some of my some of my closest friends, like. Kevin Wise, JJ Greenwood, Tony okay. Banks, uh, some of those guys I played, you know, high school ball with, middle school ball with, pee wee ball with. Um, you know, they started earlier to me. Um, you know, they started, you know, at the age of, you know, probably five. You know, mm. um, I didn't actually start playing pee wee ball until I was like seven or eight. Okay, I started uh, you know, at six. I started at six. Yeah. So you know, my mom, you know, I had the glasses, and my mom just mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, she didn't really. Uh, want me to be out there because I had the glasses and stuff. So, um, you know, we'd be at school playing football at recess or even before school uh, on the weekends and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I, I, I noticed that, you know, some of these guys that were playing football are either faster than or, you know, right. whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. So, you know, I begged her. I begged her, you know, like I said, it was seven or eight. I can't remember what age it was that she finally let me, you know, let me come out and play. And, you know, my first game, um, it was like the you know opening opening week. Whatnot, we played at our high school stadium, 
and I wore number 58. Crazy. Number 58 was my number. And, you know, my first play ever getting the ball was a sweep. And kid you know, it was the first 58. Play. It was the first play of the game. And, I, and, man, the crazy thing was my head coach had got in trouble, like, a couple of days before the game, and they made him coach in the stands. Right? What? But, yeah, man, so we ran a pitch play. I took it for 70 yards. Mm. Scored, yeah, right? Out of there, huh? Yep. They called it back. Mm, you hurt. My coach in the stands like, it's all right. It's all right. Run it again. Run it again. We run it again. I take it. I take it. I think it was 80 yards because we got a 10-yard penalty. 80 yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah, Oh, man. 80 yards. Take it all away. <laughs> right. And from that point on, bro, like, you know, some of the guys that I played with will tell you, man, I was the peewee, man, seven, eight touchdowns, five touchdowns. Like, I was – you know mm. what I'm saying? I Going I started crazy. reversing the field. People that you know what I mean. Yeah, I would yeah, okay. Run this way. Talk it there. Somebody yeah. and turn around, and go the other okay. side of the field and take off. You know. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, and, and and from there, you know, I it just took it off. Was huh? just, it was just yeah, man. But when we got when we was in the sixth grade, you know, sixth grade is that that last year of. You know, most people call it Pop Warner. Most people call mm-hmm. it Wee, whatever. We call it Pee Wee Ball. You know, that's what we call it, Pee Wee. Okay. That was our last year, and and I, I actually fractured my ankle in, at recess. So mm. that last year of football, I missed the second half of the season, and I kind of lost the step. I lost the step. So when we got to seventh grade, now that's when you start really getting, you know, in Middletown, we had two middle schools, so we all pretty much came together unless you went to the other school. See, ours was like that too, but it was three. We had three middle schools that went into one high school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, we all got together. So now, you know, Middletown, our class, man, we had a lot of talent all coming up. Like, we had a lot of talent. And I, I, I lost this step. And, um, you know, when we started seventh grade ball, you know, me, I, you know, thinking I was going to be the number one running back, you know, right. didn't happen for me because – you know, Antonio Banks, you know, he kind of hit his growth spurt. He got bigger than everybody. And then also, okay. I think he gained a step on me at that time, you know what I mean? Because I fractured my ankle. I was a little more timid, too, than what I was normally was. So Right, because dealing with an injury seat. like that at a young age, man, like I said, that ain't – you don't really know how to handle that, but it can go one or two ways. Yep. So then, um, you know, I took the back seat on the running back side and, 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 and went to wide receiver. And on the defense side, me and Antonio Banks actually played middle linebackers, <laughs> which was crazy. Okay. But we start, we both started at middle linebackers. So seventh, eighth grade, you know, we did the wide receiver thing every now and then on a running back thing, you know, um, got the high school ball. Now, you know, both schools come to one school. We had one school, even more talent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Antonio Banks was, you know, he get again, hit that growth sport. So as soon as we hit high school, man, he went varsity ball. Freshman year, he was playing varsity. Uh, so, you know, all us younger guys, we still played freshman ball. Um, we played, I played defense at that time because our uh, our head coach at Middletown at that time didn't believe in playing both ways. So mm-hmm. I chose defense over offense. And, uh, you know, my freshman year, we I mean, we did okay. We were decent, but we wasn't, you know, too crazy um, after – the season, you know, I decided to want to be a class clown and act crazy. And oh, man. So my mom – yeah, my mom got fed up with me second half of the year. She sent me to Columbus with my brother. I went to school up there. Um, made the mistake of taking gym again that second year, which, you know, all know is not a full credit. Right. Um, so when I came back my sophomore year, I was technically ineligible to play football. So mm. I had to actually sit out my sophomore year of football. Um, but – you know, raised. I haven't heard too many stories you're... like that one. Yeah, That's yeah, and, 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 and yeah, and having raised and, and eager to come back on the field, my junior year was, you know, had to been had had to be the year, and that's the year we we got a new coach. His name was Jason Kraus. Jason Kraus changed my life forever. But junior shout out year, Coach Kraus, shout him out, shout him out. Uh, junior year, man, we uh, you know, we all. It was all, all now my class, you know, we're the varsity team. Now, don't get me wrong, the 09 class had had some animals, you know. Okay. Uh, you got you got your DJ Hunters, you had your Allen Roberts. Um, you know, it's a few more that I might be missing that were, you know, that were some mm-hmm. some the guys though, you know. 
But yeah. at that time, you know, our starting quarterback was Caleb Watkins, the one that came to BG with us. You know, Shout Caleb. Out Caleb. You know what? Uh, you know, starting receiver was Nick McKnight. You know, Nick. Shout out Nick McKnight. You know, we we pretty Shout much ran the offense and the defense, but them guys, mm-hmm. you know, the '09 class had some guys that was, you know, that competed with us as well. Um, but yeah, during the year, you know, I was more of the just the just the the hybrid guy on defense and 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 you know, punt return, kick return type of thing. I dabbled and dabbled into the offense a little bit, but it was more on like the right receiver side, but it wasn't much. Right. Um, but that I, I always remember it was one one uh, practice in the in the off season in the summer. Uh, we were we were running team and you know coach had already noticed my ability with the with the kick return things. You know I, I do my thing on that and uh, you know he asked me to come run his own. He like hey, can, can you come run his own real fast for me? You know, not I don't, I don't think he knew, but you know, this was this was this was my bread and butter. This is where I was at. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, you ready to go? You got that know what thing. Time it is. And, yeah, I got that thing and ate the defense up, man. And, and and I came back and asked him if he wanted me to run something else, and he said no. Uh, that that following season, I then became an offensive threat, is what I like to call it. Is <laughs> I, I kid you not, man. It was one game. It was one game I played running back. Next game I played side receiver. Next game I played outside receiver. I mean, we we we. I mean, I, when I came in the game for the first five games, man, I was getting the ball. I didn't come in to be a decoy for those first five games. And I would say the next five games, everybody start keying. You know, if I came in and start receiver, oh, they running the jet, or if I came in and running back, he getting the ball. If I was at receiver, they throwing me the ball type of thing. So I started mm-hmm. becoming a, the decoy. But, uh, you know, my senior year was really when we, you know, we really took off. Yeah, and, took, yeah. yeah, we took off and we 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 went to the second round of the playoffs. You know, first team in 20 years at my school to, to actually go to the playoffs and That's went to like. the second round. And we, I mean, we met our match. We definitely could have beat them. Because uh, we was, I think we were, we were still on our high horse from the previous game. We beat a team that we was wrote, written off for, and we, you know, we took them behind the shed and, mm. and <laughs> took that took that bat with us. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and, and I think we were still on our high horse about that coming into right. the next game. So, if it was one game um, in your high school career that that st- that stands out to you as your best game, what would it be? Oh man, we go back to my junior year. I'll say, you know, Oak Hills, I had three three punt returns for touchdowns. Mm. If, if, if you out there, Devin it. Hester, early, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Man. If, if, if we talking about my senior year defensive side, I'm going to talk about Lakota East. I had three interceptions that game. Um, if, if we're going to talk offensive side, man, it's <laughs> – might be tough, but I I would have to say maybe Princeton game where I rushed. I had five carries, 240 yards for two touchdowns. Mm. So see, high school, um, yeah, you see, you got a lot up on me. I couldn't, <laughs> my boy. I you know I'm offense kick return. That's about it. But kick return, yeah. I didn't really get a lot of love for whatever reason. But um, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be a tough question for me too. I'll break it down by years for sure. I can remember my sophomore year, like I had a. I entered, I had a pick on the first play of the game. And this dude, like, 6'3", 6'4", like, he was tall. First play of the game, yeah. I get a pick. First play of the game, I get a pick. First play on offense, I take a slant down to the one. Like, it's supposed to be a touchdown. I couldn't get it. They played me, so whatever. Um, then I mossed my mans uh, for a touchdown. Like, I was going off, bro. That was first game yeah. of the season. I was going crazy. But um, so successful high school career for the most part. Um, like I said, minus the – Second round exit um, in the playoffs, you know, you couldn't go to states. I'm saying, you know, even though yeah. we lost, <laughs> even yeah. though we lost, you know what I'm saying? We made it there, but our high school never won it either. We went like four times. And yeah. Could never, could never get over that hump. And it was the same coach too. So he was like, oh yeah, I'm done. He hung it up our last year too. Yeah. But um, so you heading um, into college, um, seeing years over with. Now I'll backtrack a little bit. Are did you are you having any like type of exposure with colleges going into your senior year or like how was your recruiting process basically? It was it was crazy. Um, you know, again, shout out Caleb. Caleb was, you know, um probably one of the most underrated quarterbacks coming out 
for 2010, man. I, I mean, Caleb. Oh, was, yeah, I'm gonna get Caleb on here, bro. Yeah, Caleb ran the four five. Caleb was six three <laughs> and had a cannon. And, and and you know Caleb brought him in, man. He was bringing the schools in to come see him, and every time they would come, want to see him throw. You know, I had the opportunity to be there to catch the ball from him. Um, you know, it was a lot of camps that he got invited to that he brought me and some of the other guys on him with. You know, Caleb was mm-hmm. definitely our avenue. But what I would say for myself is, when those opportunities presented themselves, I took advantage of it. Right. Um, That's all that I definitely made, that made a name for myself when those opportunities. You know, came came forth, and my my senior year, you know, as you you know, being a, a football athlete, you know, I hardly stayed in class. Those coaches was mm-hmm. coming, and you know, we were getting mm-hmm. those referrals. Jerry Gates can you come down to the office, come in, mm-hmm. and it was a college coach. Sometimes it'd be three or four a day. Sometimes it'd just be one, but um, it was it was it was pretty hectic, man. And and it, it came down to two schools for me, which was Cincinnati uh, University of Cincinnati and Bowling Green. And I was so fed up with the process, so, like, just all over the place. I told my mom that morning, I said, look, Cincinnati and Bowling Green is coming to see me today. Um, whoever come first is how I'm making my decision. Who come first, I'm, I'm committing on the this, spot. This is crazy. Right? I'm going to tell, tell you why. Keep going. This is crazy. Let me tell you why. So, you know, after school, uh, we working out. <clears throat> I'm in the workout, you know, working out, and – BG pop up, Mark Carney, mm-hmm. come in right, and me and him would all we already had, had we talked that you know previously that week or whatever they say he was coming, and he was like you know uh, you think you're an athlete I'm old now I'll whoop you in basketball you know and uh, so what I did was uh, you know I challenged him we was gonna play basketball right so he brought his stuff down his shoes basketball uh, shorts everything so he come in. And he, she still ain't dressed yet, but he come in. And, and you know, like I told my mom, I said, who'd ever come in first? He came in first. So we went in the coach's office while everybody working out. He called Coach Carson. Got him on the phone. Coach Carson like, hey, Jerry, how you doing, man? Uh, we really want you. He actually called me boo-boo. He's like, hey, boo-boo, we really want you, man. What, 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 what you going to do, man? And I remember I said, I'm coming to Bowling Green, coach. Hmm. <laughs> On the spot. And, and everybody, you know, on the spot. Everybody, you know, all the coaches in the background going crazy. Carney dapping me up, you know, all that. And so after that, Carney getting dressed in there while we, you know, I'm talking to coach and stuff. And he's like, I'm glad we got you. You know, can't wait to have you. You're going to better turn the program around. Did this, that, that, and third. And uh, we're walking out the weight room. And, uh, you know, Carney happy. You know, he's smiling, happy. You know, he got his stuff on. My coach asked me, like, why he's so happy. I'm like, I just committed to Bowling Green, Coach. And Coach was – he he was he was mad. He was oh, mad. Man. He was mad because <laughs> he knew that Cincinnati was coming in still. Mm. As we was walking why out our weight room – I don't know, man. <laughs> but as we was walking out our weight room to go to the auxiliary gym, um, seven of the Cincinnati coaches popped in. Seven. So, my head coach like, you got to go tell him. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want anyone to talk to him. Because they wasn't just coming to see me. They was coming to see me and Caleb. Me and Caleb at the time. And I was like, I don't want to. And he was like, no, but you're going to have to. Like, you got to tell him. You got to be a man. You made the decision on your own. You didn't want to involve nobody. So, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna tell him. And they all sat down. And I told him, I said, unfortunately, I made the decision to go to Bowling Green. And I'm sorry. You guys came all the way down here for me to tell you guys this, but you know they tried to change my mind and you know end up going out there and playing basketball it. with Carney. Wow, but it's crazy because I was at this Michigan camp my my senior year. I'm um, going into my senior year. Um, it was a four day camp and we had like a re- like it was like a forty yard dash like race like all the positions it was called the Smokehouse. You know who won it, right? All right, yeah. <laughs> so I win that right. Butch Jones, he coaching at Central at the time. As yeah. soon as I'm done, he offered me on the spot. Boom, like, I offer you a scholarship. But come to our camp first, boom, boom, whatever, meet the uh, receiver coach. The receiver coach there did not like me for whatever reason, dog. Like, he was so in love with this other receiver, he wasn't rocking with me. So we go to the uh, campus or whatever. Butch Jones, cool. A couple weeks later, he takes a job at Cincinnati. 
So like it's crazy because like if that would have panned out, like if I would have stuck with Bush Jones, went to Cincy, you probably like we probably would have bumped paths like one or two ways, dog. That's crazy. Because that's the crazy, crazy. part about it. Central <laughs> Michigan was beating at me hard, right? Man. Beating at me. And then as soon as they go over there, they call. The, the safety's coach like, look, I ain't even looked at the list yet to see who coming in at safety. I don't care. I want you. <laughs> like, I want you to come here. Like, can I get you to Cincinnati? And this was before I committed. And I'm yeah, like, right, man, right, right, like, right. you know what I'm saying? And so um, I remember that. And it was the same. The crazy thing about the Michigan, the Michigan thing, man. Mm-hmm. When when that when that coach that coaching staff left, that safety coach, yeah. he wanted mm-hmm. he wanted me at Michigan so bad. When he left, he got hired on at Memphis, and he said the same thing. He said, I ain't even moved in my office yet. He said, but I know one thing. I want Boo Boo Gates here at Michi- Memphis with me. My mom heard mm. Memphis. My mom was like, boy, you ain't going to Memphis. It's too crazy <laughs> down there. And this, Mom's this, and that, and all it. that. Nah, nah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that's wild, man. That's wild. So, recruiting process was kind of crazy. Yeah, them definitely some crazy stories. But you end up at BG. Um, you took uh, classes early, got there in the summer. Um, I came down there, was rocking for y'all. Um, what was, like, your first thought, like, transitioning into college, going away, being away from moms? How was that? Um, uh, how was that process? It was it was kind of good, man. Because the reason why I tell you that is because, uh, you know, as you know, my mom dealt with you know a lot of you know some some obstacles that my mom has overcome, and I I'm very right. proud shout of out mom dude. Like shout that. out mom dude. Absolutely, absolutely. But my last three years of my high school career, I didn't live with my mom. My mom right, she stayed in Middletown, but I stayed with a cousin first two years. And then my, then my my uh, my senior year, I actually stayed with my aunt. So, um, you know, while my mom was dealing with those obstacles and stuff that she had to overcome, you know, I was in somebody else's care. Obviously, I always say that I, you know, I was kind of on my own. But my aunt and my cousin definitely gave me a roof over my head, gave me some things. I mean, gave me gave me food to eat, took mm-hmm. care of me, made sure I had clothes and stuff if I needed it. You know, if I didn't make my own way, but. Um, yeah, so when I when I went up there, man, it was you know I was already kind of used to being away from her. Um, we we my freshman year we talked every day, you know we talked every day, and um, you know at the end of my freshman year is actually when no I take that back in the middle of my sophomore years when my mom actually decided to actually go get some help. So um, she kind of missed some of my sophomore year football. And also some of my junior year football dealing with, you know, some of those obstacles. Right. But, you know, was present for the rest of the, you know, always watches on TV when she could. And, 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 and you know, in the MAC when we, you know, second half of the season, always switch to those midweek games so we can get some of that coverage on TV. Um, so she was able to, you know, watch those games in my senior mm-hmm. year. She made majority of my home games as well. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, BG freshman year, um, you know, we working now, going crazy, and camp was camp was crazy. I remember I was on fire for the first two weeks, and then I just kind of slowed down, kind of got hurt, and um, it looked like you know that word red shirt was coming around, but that wasn't the story for you. My man came fresh out the gate, uh, started as a true freshman. How was that? It was wonderful, man. Um, always, always had a model for myself. Um, you know, just just for people out there that if it don't work out in a certain position, man, I always said I ain't, I didn't I didn't come to play football to sit on nobody's bench. Besides mm-hmm. when there's you know when when I'm not on the field and I got a break. You know, other than that, if my position's on the field, I'm the man, I'm the starter. So, um, you know, I had that same mentality when I came in. And, you know, I I kind of felt like some of the upperclassmen, you know, you know some of the DBs wasn't really you know, there for me. Some of them took me under my under their wing, helped me with the plays and stuff like that. Um, you know, and shout out to those guys that did. But you know, I, I had a chip on my shoulder, and I was going in there. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't commit here to go sit on somebody's bench for a year or the red shirt. You know, and and not to say red shirt is a bad thing. I just right. felt like I was ready. You right. know, as, as we all think, you know, we all no, think yeah, yeah. everybody, every, yeah, everybody's situation is different. Like you said, the re- our receivers, receivers were stacked. So, like, we were yeah. super stacked. And it was like, 
you know, it's that kind of what it was, but they didn't really tell me that in my recruitment process for real. They was, they didn't even tell me that I would be playing as a true freshman either, but it kind of was like, they was playing both sides of the fence with it for real. Um, yeah, with me absolutely. being on fire, say. that's what I'm saying. Me being on fire for the first two weeks, I'm like, oh yeah, it's on and popping. Cause I knew the plays. I knew everything. I was balling, but no, yeah, that's what it is. What it is. Red shirt. Like I said, I tell that to these guys today. Like, man, don't, Take that year serious. I didn't. Yeah. Take that year serious, man, for real. But um, yeah. so yeah, you started true freshman, you balling. Um, what what game you say stood out to you or that you was like not shook or anything like that, but you was like, man, I'm this I'm college football. Granted, like you said, you just you got your confidence, you know you ready, you got that chip in your shoulder, but you like, yo, it's college football right here. Well, Probably Michigan. Like, like a, I'm gonna give you a little background though. You know, my first game we played against Troy in Alabama, mm-hmm. and one of my wake up calls was that week during practice. Mike Elko, shout out to Mike Elko, uh, Elko Texas A&M sir. defensive coordinator. Shout uh, now, um, I messed up a couple times in practice, and he told me. You know, this is me not being young, naive, thinking I'm the man. Ain't no way I'm not going to be playing. You know, yeah, right. I might mess up, but my guy's got my back. You know, he told me, he said, this ain't high school ball no more. You mess up one more time, you're going to be, you're going to find yourself next to me during the game. Mm. Right. Next play, I mess up. He pulled me out. He told me, get get used to being right here. You done, you done for defense. You're not playing defense this game. You know, I'm thinking he playing, right? So the game come and, um, you know, I, the starter, the starter at the time went down, cramping. He went down in the game. He went and he went and grabbed the guy that was behind me and put him in. But the first play of that game was kickoff return. And as you know, I was back deep, but I was I was technically the off man, and the way you know the way that team kicked. They was kicking away from me anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was the, the lead blocker. And I went through, man, I remember. And I hit, I hit a guy and knocked him on his ass. And I was running. And I, I swear to God, I knocked him on his ass. Bro, got tackled. And I said to myself, I said, this college football? <laughs> oh, this ain't nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Thinking, oh, this ain't nothing. Right. So then, you know, that whole game, I didn't play. I didn't play defense. The next week was tosser. And I was kind of still on thin ice. You know, I got everything right, but, you know, mm-hmm. I was still still on thin ice. I didn't start that game. Um, but he threw me out there. He threw me out there. I made a couple tackles. I got my feet wet on the defense, got them jitters out. Um, but that next game was home, and I was Marshall. Our first home game was Marshall. And I don't know if you remember, I got a pick six. Mm, okay, I was about to say kick return. I knew it was a touchdown. No, no, it was, it was, it was a pick six. Receiver, receiver ran an in route. Oh, no, yeah, that was home. Was, yeah, that was home. It yep, was home. Yep. Yeah, Receiver ran an in route. He ran like a 10 and in, like a dig. And I kind of overplayed it and went behind him. And the receiver threw it, and he dropped it. It, it hit his hands and went behind him. And mm. it dropped right in my hands like a bread basket. <laughs> I took it took it back for six. To the house. I think that was, that was the one, man, where, you know, I scored that touchdown, man, to see that crowd going crazy. <laughs> and, and, you know, it was just it was it was unreal. But like you said, Michigan was my wake up call. Michigan was that what Michigan was that game that shift my shift everything for me to where I took the weight room more serious. I took prepping more serious, watching film more serious. Like Michigan was the game where I told myself I would never be manhandled like I was. The, I was out mental, there getting ragged all. Yeah, the, the mental, your mental probably kicked in with football. Yeah, all, all that. that. Yeah, all yeah. that. I mean, them guys, 6'5", 350, tackles, moving, feet, nice. <laughs> like, you, I'm blitzing, thinking I'm going about to go around these big dudes. They get their hands right. on me, pancake me. I got chop blocked for the first time in that game. Mm. You know, Robinson put me on his highlight tape. Like, it, 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 everything changed for me that game. Right. And, and, and it was just – from that point, I looked at everything differently. Right. Okay. So, freshman year um, was, you know, fairly good. I don't, we we, went, we ain't had no winning record, right? Ooh, we went 10 and 10. I mean, 2 and 10. 2 and 10? Ooh. I thought we were at least more than that. I was about to say, like, 4. Uh, we went 2 and 10 two and freshman 10? year, yeah. Mm. 2 and 10. 
So uh, freshman year, then next year, sophomore year, um, I leave. <laughs> I transfer, unfortunately. Um, but my time there was cool. And it definitely, like I said, my transfer going to Tiffin, um, like I said, was my wake-up call. Like that was – because I felt like the love of the game was was taken away from me at BG for – like I said, whatever reason, I take, you know, blaming that as well. But I feel like they gave up on me just a little bit too – a little bit too quick. But, you know, it is what it is. Shout out to them guys that gave me my first opportunity. So I appreciate that. But so I leave. I do my thing. Um, your sophomore year, um, is that when y'all started to see success? Or when did you feel like, you know, the, the team started to see some success? Um, my sophomore year was the year that we, we you can tell, we, we all got it. Like, we, it all clicked. We went, we went five and seven that year. We went five and seven that year. And it, and it, and it, and it. You know, it just clicked for us. Everybody, you know, we were we were about to be juniors. That that junior class about to be seniors, and, and we just took everything more serious. Um, as far as off season workout, winter workout, summer workout, like we just held each other accountable more than what it was my freshman year, and also right. you know some of that sophomore year. But um, yeah, man, we went five and seven my sophomore year. And what game stood out to you your sophomore year? Oh, man, sophomore year. Mm. Sophomore year. Is that the – that's the year I think y'all went to Florida, right? No, 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 or, no. Oh, I no, remember no, they telling us we had Florida, Florida on the schedule. Florida was our – Florida was our was that our junior? Year? Was that your junior, junior year? Florida Florida was our junior year. Okay. Florida was our junior year. Um stick out game for me. Sophomore year. I'm trying to think, man. Sophomore year. Who that's tough, man. <laughs> Stumpy. Yeah, man, I don't remember sophomore year that much, man. What year did y'all play West Virginia? I think that was was that sophomore year? Yeah, that was sophomore year. The West Virginia game. Yeah, West Virginia was sophomore year, I believe. Yeah, they beat us like sixty-five or fourteen. I'd have had a few of them games, man. That is crazy. <laughs> That is insane. Um, feel like there's nothing we can do to stop anything they're doing. <laughs> it's crazy, right. bro. Insane. It is insane. Yeah, that's I couldn't do defense. I couldn't. Yeah, do it. But it's bro. just as frustrating on offense, like not being able to get past nothing. It's like, man, like no way, bro. Like it gotta be yeah. something open, man. <laughs> like, it gotta be something open, there. Yeah. Run, sweep, fade. It gotta be something, man. Yeah. But um, for the most part, so I mean. Two kind of – well, one for sure bad year, your freshman year, sophomore year, kind of okay. Um, your junior and senior year, you know, y'all winning. Uh, back-to-back yeah. bowls and stuff like that. Talk to me about that. Yeah, so junior year, like I said, everything just clicked, man. You know, every everybody just was was bought in. You know, mm-hmm. we bought into the program. We bought into what was going on, defense, offense, and special teams, man. Uh, that year we went 8-4. Um, and four. We went 8-4. and four. A standout game of that year would I would definitely say as Florida, uh, we lost we lost by a touchdown I believe yeah, yeah, yeah we close. lost by a touchdown we lost by a touchdown um, standout year sophomore year standout game sophomore year um, I would have to say probably Miami. Miami probably. Yeah, Miami. Of Ohio? Um, I, yeah, of Ohio. Okay. Of Ohio. Um I had a I had a um had a pick six. Yeah, had a pick six and also man, it was a play where we blew the coverage and uh, one of our corners thought it was a different coverage. I'm on the other side of the field, they threw and the receiver kind of ran a hot route because he knew we messed up, ran a seam. They hit him on the seam, and I, I, I walked him down and pushed him out on the two. I mean, he, he any guy would have just let him go because it was a blown play, but right. I took off and pushed him down on the two. 
they end up scoring on fourth down that next that next drive because it was on the two. It took them four chances to get in. Right. Um, but I would say, yeah, that 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 Miami would have been my breakout that game, or even even uh, what is that team? UMass, UMass. Okay. Uh, sophomore year, junior year, UMass junior year. I had a I had an interception that game. Also, I think I had a fumble recovery as well. Um, but going into senior year, uh, we seniors now. I actually got captain status that year. Um, I'm coming off of of a first a first team All Mac uh, safety. That's what's um, up. Yeah, you know, um, you know, we we we. we we took it. We took a different way, man. We we went a different way with our quarterback. Uh, shout out Matt Johnson um, coming in and doing his thing. We had a young running back as uh, you know Travis Green. Yeah, Travis he was Green. That thing, boy. Yeah, Travis Green. You know him. It was a different vibe. You know, we also had Hopgood back there as well. Mm-hmm. Shout along out. Along with yeah, along with uh, you know, Fred Coppett. I mean, we had we had some weapons on offense, man. You know, you had the Ronnie Moore offense. Ronnie Moore remind me of you. Speed routes, catch the ball, and get out of there. Um, you know, we had a Chris Gallen at receiver. Mm-hmm. We had Alex mm-hmm. Bear at tight end, which was a, a first-team all-mac. Sec- <laughs> security blanket. Yeah. Um, you know, Tyler Beck came in with us. Also another yep, tight end yep. that was – Shout out Tyler Beck. Sean Joplin, man. I mean, we were all over. Yeah, that's man. what Don't I'm saying. And a lot of, a lot of, right, a lot of, a lot of our, um, the guys we came in with that 2010 class, like I said, came into their own and was balling out. So, like I said, that it all coming together, man. It was the perfect time. Wish I could have yeah, been a man. part of that, man. It's all yeah, good, though. Man. I said, happy it, for my boys. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> that year, we went uh, 11 and two, I believe. Yeah, only losses we had was was Toledo and Mississippi State. Mississippi State was coming off that year where they were, you know, ranked real high. Was coming that, off that, that year, was Dak that Prescott that? was yeah, yeah. yeah, Dak Prescott was a quarterback actually. Um, we lost by one point mm. by them. Uh, and then we lost by Toledo on a uh late, late, late drive score. And when we got the ball back, couldn't score. Um but we 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 went to the Mac and won the Mac. We won the Mac. We we yep. tore Northern Illinois back out, <laughs> and then uh, went to the bowl game. We went back to Detroit for the Little Caesars Bowl, and that's where we played Pittsburgh Pitt. And we actually played against John Connor. Uh, you know, still is running back right now. Uh, Tyler Boyd, Cincinnati's receiver right now, um, and, and them two boys gave us hell. Um, <laughs> John Connor, I think John Connor might have ran for like two hundred something James, yards. James. Yeah, James Connor. James, I'm sorry, James, James, James Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ran for like two hundred some odd yards and a uh, couple touchdowns. Tyler Boyd, I think he had two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, I watched that game. Y'all was yeah, back punt and return. Forth. Yeah, man, it was, it was, it was. You know, I had a kick return that game as well for 90, 94 yards, mm-hmm. um, longest, the longest kick return in BG history. Go. There you go. Um, one of the stats that I think I might hold for a while, to uh, or, or record as I might say, I may <laughs> say is that I'm the only player in BG history to score every way a defensive player can, and that's punt return, kick return, fumble recovery, and an interception return. Um, that's what's you up. Know, that's, yeah, that's, it, play, that's playmaking status right there, man. That's the Deion's, the Devin Head. That's all that, yeah, bro. Yeah, absolutely. That's what's up, man. So, going into your senior year, I mean, are you bittersweet that, like, because you mindful of, like, man, it's about to be over, this is the end, or, you know, you looking forward to the next step because of how good you plan and, you know, potentially, you know, NFL talks is in the future? Emotions are high. I mean, I would say that definitely uh, senior year, and then, you know, especially coming off the season, we just came off winning the MAC, but definitely eyes are forward. Um, you know, hitting this ground running. I signed with my agent. He's paying for my training. I went out to uh, uh, went out to Michael, Michael Johnson, Johnson, right? Yeah, yep, Michael Johnson performance. I went out there, transformed my whole body. I mean, cut off some time on my forty. Helped me bench the two twenty five as many times as I did. 
Like, it, it was crazy. Uh, I would definitely, definitely recommend the Michael Johnson performance program for draft where, where, where they at? So, was, where, where was that at? Dallas, Texas. Well, Dallas. McKenna, Texas. Say, knew, yeah, I was about to say, I knew it was in Texas somewhere. Yeah, McKenna, Texas, but that's actually right next to Dallas, Texas. But their facility, mm-hmm. well, the one I went to was in McKenna, Texas. I don't know if they have another facility or whatnot. But at the time, it was in McKenna, Texas. So, okay. um, yeah, man, and took that process on, had esteem, had my uh, had an all-star game. I went to the uh, NFL PA Bowl, um, you know, did my thing there. Practice was great. Talked to a lot of That's scouts. Um, had a had a interception in the game. I uh, had a lot of tackles in the game. You know, we we all played split time. You know, but for the time that I was out there, I, I you know I made I made some things happen. See, yeah, unfortunately, I can't I can't say the same because I mean I played a decent amount enough, but going in like it was like the end of the second half, I get a concussion. Like, but you know, like I said, it was that was my first one too, so it was crazy. But just to have that experience, like you said, of having a good practice, talking with the scouts, being in the All Star game. Um, I cooked me a couple Alabama DBs. Shout out to y'all for real. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I was yeah. out there working, man. They was they was shocked, man. I shocked a lot of people. That really helped me out. Um, yeah. And like I said, I'm sure it did the same for you too. Is that um, just a little bit? Talk to me a little bit about like, like how was that? Because like I know for me, I'm like yo, like because Marcus Coaston was there. He was like there as our little, um, I guess big brother like kind of thing. He was real hot with the Saints at the time, um, but like. I'm like, yo, these really like scouts. Were you like shook out like by that, like in the meetings and stuff? Or like, I mean, you know, you locked in, like you got that moment where it clicked, but just for the most part, it's like, yo, it's really happening. Like it's going down. I try not to think about it. Cause I think, you know, when I was out there, man, I tried to just focus on whatever was in front of me. Like, you know, I'm not going to say I was out there dominating. It was some one-on-ones I got the best of. I didn't look mm-hmm. silly. But, you know, right. some guys that right. made some really good catches, made some really good separation. I finished mm-hmm. the play, you know what I'm saying? But, when you know, I made my opportunities as well. I took advantage of some people, you know, pressed, whatever the case may be. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, I just I didn't try to think about the scouts that was out there watching. I just, right. you know, every time I had my opportunity to make a play or do something, I did it. And, and, and not to think that those guys was out there watching. So um, where were you, where were you at draft day? Because this was what year is this? This twenty fifteen, right? No, it's just fourteen. It's 14. 14, 14. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Me fifteen, fifteen. I was fifteen. Yeah. It was a year before me. So twenty fourteen. Where you at draft day? Well, well, you know, we get back. I do my pro day and everything. And um, right, right, yeah, pro you know, day. I pro had a little day. hiccup. Had a little hiccup, you know, after pro day. Yeah, you know the the the, the, the notorious. Um, uh, stampede, spring stampede, the you know up and coming juniors or up and coming seniors throw a party for you know it's kind of the send off for our seniors and also you know welcome this the juniors into be becoming the new seniors as well and then we just party with the whole campus you know we shut down wherever we at if it's a yard we we block off the yard if we had a bar we shut the whole bar down and we drink from you know 8 a.m. to you drop and then you get back up and go to the bars at the end of the day. Yeah. Like it's a crazy experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but that day, uh, you know, I made a decision to do something that, 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 that changed my life forever. Um, and I got arrested I spent the weekend in jail, got out. Um, and two weeks later was the draft. But the crazy part about it is 2014 was the year they moved the draft back two weeks. Mm-hmm. The year before, 2013, Chris Jones mm-hmm. got drafted on the day of the stampede. Mm-hmm. So it actually kind of got moved back, and I got in that trouble. So draft day, the actual day that I thought I would have got called, which would have been day two, I was mm-hmm. in Columbus at my brother-in-law's AAU game. And, uh, you know, I didn't get my name called. him on the phone with my agent. He's like, hey. Just keep your head up. We never know what's going to happen. I'm not getting no calls, but that don't mean, you know, it don't mean that it's right. all bad. And uh, so come um, the next day, which is, you know, rest of the rounds, free agent, uh, the drive ends, and uh, didn't get no calls. 
you know, priority free agent. I'm thinking I might get one of those calls. I didn't get none. So two days later, my agent called me like, hey, I got a couple teams want to bring you out on tryout. Um, but I got an inside guy at Tennessee that's telling me they really like you. And they, you know, they, they want to bring you in. They, you know, so he's like, I recommend you go to the Tennessee Titan tryout. So I'm like, cool, I go. Uh, I'm down there for that weekend. Um, and, you know, a lot of people might think I'm lying, but I was the best thing out there, bro. Like, it was our defense. So so I didn't have to learn nothing but size terminology, but it was exactly our defense. I mean, run fits, coverages, everything. I'm, 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 I'm in the right place. I stuck out on film. I had an interception every day. Like, uh, I, I really don't know what happened. But, you know, that last day when everybody packing up and after practice, you know, you, you, you getting dropped off at the airport. We get on the bus and, you know, it's two guys named that get called. And the two guys named that got called, everybody else was really shocked that those two guys, you know, mm-hmm. got that got that, got that that contract um, because they didn't stick out on film. They didn't really, you know what I mean? So at that point when I got home, you know, I cried. I cried for like two days. But, you know, at that time, excuse me, I had a, I had a, uh, I had a daughter. My oldest daughter was, was already born. So I didn't have time to, you know, do what a lot of people do and take right. a year off, don't work and go train and, you know, hope they get that phone call. I couldn't do that. I had to go work. Mm-hmm. My wife was, at the time, my girlfriend, she was still in school. So she was in school working two jobs you know, trying to make stuff happen. And I'm, you know, I had to, I started out landscaping with a guy in, mm-hmm. up in uh, Finley, Ohio to make, you know, to have some money coming <laughs> in. And, and then that's when Steve Dunlap, you know, you know, Steve, shout yep. out Steve. Shout out Steve. Uh, you know, made that call and was like, hey man, I got a job for you. If you want to come out here to Chicago and come out here with me and work with me. And I did that. That's what's up, man. Um, just to backtrack a little bit, like I said, because I was going to ask, that was going to be one of my questions with how did that, that situation changed you because I had a hiccup as well that I think played a part in, you know, my position as well, you know, with my three day stint with the lions, um, and they mini camp, but what's one thing, like I said, that like, what did that teach you? Like that one, like how, like how to, you know, move forward. And, um, I would say life doesn't wait for you, you know, um, you know, growing up now, man, uh, it really sucks that we as young African-American men that play football and very good at it has our eyes set on something so small. And what I mean by something so small, I mean the opportunity to actually play in the NFL is very, very, very small. Um, you know, you don't realize that when you were in high school. Exactly. Um, you know, what they used to always ask, so what's your backup plan? It ain't no backup plan. I'm going to the league. You know what I'm saying? I'm to the lead. I'm going to make it. I got to make it for my mom. I'm to the lead. It wasn't no backup plan. You know, and thankful for the, the, the coaches and my wife for, for you know, ha- helping me accomplish of actually graduating college and getting my degree. Shout because there's some yeah. guys I know that's out here that, you know, had the opportunity to go to bigger schools and, and take that leap go to the league and it didn't work out and now they don't have their degree. Now they're out here, you know, doing odd jobs or, you know, whatever they're doing to make money. But, um, you know, it, like I said, it taught me that life doesn't wait. It it just Mm -hmm. doesn't wait. It's it's something that, you know, it's unforgiving, you know? Right. Yeah. I made that mistake and yeah, it happened, but you got to get up and move on. You can't, gotcha. you know, I have known guys that, you know, like I said, sat around for a year, two years, you know, waiting, thinking something was going to happen. When you have that, I mean, I'm talking about a, a man, a peephole of opportunity that you're trying to run a, a Mack truck through, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. And that's one thing that, I, you know, I, I always – you know, coming from me now, when I talk to young men that's going into college and stuff like that, is please go to a major that you actually that you want to do if this doesn't plan out. Because I really don't like to say it, but it's highly unlikely that it will happen. That happen. That's and, the re- that's the real. And, and and 
it, it sucks to say that, but I feel like these kids, these kids need to know the reality. And I'm not trying to derail their dreams at all. Right. I'm not trying to stop you from doing that. I'm just trying to actually have you have that that savings account in the back mm-hmm. of your, you know, when you <laughs> need it. You know what I mean? Because I didn't really have that unless if I didn't meet my wife or if I didn't have mm-hmm. the coaches that cared for me to actually, you know, make me get my degree and stuff like that. Because, you know, let's be honest, my four years was perfectly put together, not perfectly, but they put together for me to make it. I, I, right. I had yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I made a decision that, that changed everything. But if that didn't happen, I right. would have made it to the NFL. And I, I don't know if I'd have made it past three years, but I definitely would have got in and made an opportunity happen. And mm-hmm. it didn't happen. So right. I had to go get it. You know what I'm saying? And, and natural. Be... No, 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 go ahead. No, yeah, I was about and to I say. And, know... and... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you go ahead, you go ahead. <laughs> no, look, because I was about to say, and um, and that you did. You you did definitely turn it around, and that's kind of what the segue was. But I know, like I said, we crunch for time. We can split it up, and I could bring you on later to talk about, like I said, that transition you made and how you revamped yourself and got your own business now out here doing your thing and um, yeah. really like I said what I wanted to trans uh to transition into but like I said I know you about to, you got to clock it back in right well we good we good let's run it we probably I probably got like another 20 30 minutes or something all right so um so yeah like I said that that really like I said I guess shaped you to be able to be where you are now and like I said that's how your own business so uh what did you like what was the first steps because a lot of people don't really know the first steps to start a business and really be, you know, about it. So what was that first step? Well, it all depends on, you know, what, 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 what do you want to do is, is, yeah. you know, always knowing the first step of a business, you know, anybody can see a business and say, Oh, I want to start a business, but you got to actually know what you want to do. Right. And I know that for me, I'm not, my business is a cleaning business. I own a cleaning business. And I didn't, I'm not necessarily saying that I wanted to be a janitor or a clean for right. a living. But for my first business, I wanted to buy into a proven system knowing that I will make money in my first year and not start from scratch and lose money and then have to crawl my way back. And what, and, and, and what I'm saying that is the business that I'm in, which is Coverall um, Cleaning Company, um, it, they have a system where you buy into a franchise and you're, you're a franchise owner. You have your own LLC, your own name, but you you are franchised out from Coverall, and they provide the contracts for you. Um, you do have franchise fees that you pay for, but whatever package you buy into, you know you're you're guaranteed to make some money. Um, and 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 my first step of wanting to be a, a business owner is that I know that I cannot work for anybody for the rest of my life. I don't, I don't, I don't see myself working for anybody past 35. I'm 28. Right. I got, I got six, six to seven years to Make it have happen. my own businesses running and going to where I'm not working for nobody. Cause I'm an alpha, you know, <laughs> and, and, and you know, they, yeah. they can say that I don't like taking feedback or all that. No, yeah. if it's right feedback, I accept it. But right. if it's made up feedback or, you feel like you don't know how to coach me and this, that, and the third, then I have a problem and an issue with that. So, I, you know, to help with that and fix that, I'm going to be my own boss, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm going to start businesses and, 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 and make money my own way to show my kids and my wife that it, you don't have to work for somebody to be a business owner right. or to make money. Which is dope, man, because like I said, a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't really know that and i've you know witnessed it firsthand and it's like i said a a, a good opportunity man and it's motivated me like i said to do the same thing because like i said people our age that's doing a lot of stuff like this the the gabes the jews you like i said we're trying to get charlie to you know cross to cross that bridge man because he got a lot of talent man that like i said could really um be something good for him man and, and yeah. something good for all of us ownership means a lot it means a lot, man. Um, but like I said, man, I, I, we could we could wrap it up. I got I got nine questions with Jet Nine. All right, we got nine questions with Jet Nine. Here we go. You on an island, and you got five artists that you can listen to. Who you listening to? Lil Wayne, Ace Hood, mm. 
Um, Meek Mill. Mm. Give me two more, two more, two you got, more. You got Wayne Probably Asa. NBA Young Boy. I fool with him, man. And uh, damn, I was hoping some R and B. You there no R and B in here? Ooh, R and B. Oh, you got, you got the Wayne. goat himself, <laughs> the greatest. Hey. I listen. Who I'm glad you're making this who? public so I can get this out, bro. <laughs> who are you talking about? Drake is the greatest person <laughs> to ever touch a mic. I'm telling you, I don't want to hear from nobody, bro. Drake is the greatest ever what? to bless the mic, bro. Yes, yes. We can have another discussion about that because I don't want to take up all the time. Yeah. But Drizzy Drake is the hardest ever, bro. And, and I say that because. <laughs> I'm I'm saying that because he didn't he didn't he's not just a rapper he's not just an R and B artist he's been he didn't dibble dabbled in all that and he, he himself, has ex- he oh my god he's a, he <laughs> didn't set a standard that won't be that won't be topped it, it won't be topped <laughs> next Drake, question Drake huh? <laughs> so we got Drake Wayne Ace Hood Meek Mill NBA and, Young uh, Boy and NBA Young Boy okay yeah. Uh, favorite movie of all time? It's date, it's date night. It's date night. I simplify. It's date night. You and wifey. What you throwing on? No, 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 no. I can't go date night every <laughs> night, man. I'm gonna give you my favorite. I'm gonna give you. Okay, my you favorite. solo there. All right, what you got? I got two for you. All right, Friday night two. lights. Mm. And when the game stands tall. When the game, I never heard of that one. When the game. Oh, you ain't never seen it. You got to go watch it. When you when we get done with this, go pull it up on that app I showed you with the cable stuff and watch it. When the game (laughs) stands tall, bro. Yep. All right. Uh, Favorite TV show of all time? Favorite TV show of all time? Ooh, we either have to be Martin or Fresh Prince. Mm, I see. I'm going to say Fresh Prince. My cousin said Martin. Got You can't go wrong with either of them, though. Yeah. Uh, favorite cereal. Favorite cereal, man. Um, what is it? Uh, Waffle Crisp. Remember Waffle Crisp? Waffle Crisp. I you don't remember. remember that? I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's bro. I wish they bring that back. Waffle Crisp. Okay. Uh, flats or drums? Chicken wings. Oh, drums. Drumsticks. Drums. Uh, the, yeah. Most recent book you read, or the best, or the best advice you received lately? Oh, okay, he reaching back for the book. There we go. Hey, he got it. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, great book, man. Great, great book. book. Great book, man. I got. Some, I, view I, got that, some I view that guy a lot differently, man. Watching that, reading I got that some, book, man. Hold on, yeah, fact. Me too. This, this what I'm on right now. This what I'm yeah. on right now. Yeah. This is. Yeah. This, this is like I said, the movie. Yeah, that's cool, but the book is something else. The book, is something else. Something about. All right. Um, favorite thing to cook? Steak. Medium well. Ribs. Or grill, grilling ribs. Steak or grilling ribs. You medium well uh, yeah, or you yeah, well done? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a medium well guy. Medium well. Slightly mm-hmm. pink. Juicy though. Juicy though. <laughs> so if, if, if I say medium well, I want it more on the medium side, but it's still, it mm-hmm. ain't, I ain't got no, I ain't got no heart beating on my plate. You know what I mean? Right. Fact. You know what I'm saying? But he's still, when you cut it, it's juicy though, you know? <laughs> um, four people at a dinner that you would love to have a conversation with. Ooh, four people that I would love to have. Anybody in the world? Yep, dead, live, present, whatever. Don't matter. Four people that, you know, you at a dinner and you just want to talk to. Obama. Everybody. Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Um, Kim K. Mm. Cause I wanna, I wanna, I really wanna know if this is if if she coming up with these things she coming up with, man. She powerful, bro. She out here getting yeah. people out and don't even got a law degree, bro. Yeah. So she did, she has done more in our black community <laughs> than most people out here, bro. For real. Sad, sad to uh, say. For real. And um, uh, 
And I would love to talk to uh, MLK, bro. Martin Luther King. That's a nice list. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a yeah, nice yeah. list. Last question, man. One thing you want people to know about you? Uh, I'm married to the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> and I got three kids. There we you know, go. The most beautiful daughters in the world, man. Um, and before yeah. we get off here, I got one question for you, bro. There we go. Okay. What's more, I got one question for you, bro. Do you hate to win? I mean, hate to lose, or do you like to win, mm, love to win? I hate to lose. Do you hate to lose, <laughs> I or do you love I, to win? I hate to lose, man. That's only it. yeah. You hear me? <laughs> I can't. I can't lose. We gonna win regardless, but I cannot lose. Yeah, I'm, I'm with trying you, to, bro. I'm, I'm trying to tell wifey that, man. Like, I'm, yeah. That's why I got this this Rick Ross clip, man. I'm gonna send you, man. I'm gonna make it happen regardless. Either way, I don't care how long yeah. it take. It made it took. Yeah. I thought it took two hours, man. I don't, it took a week. Three weeks. Yeah, hey, yeah. I don't care. I won. We not. Yeah, we not losing, dog. Awesome, man. I love it. I appreciate your time, my bro. Um, my you bro, know it, brother Gates, y'all. Like I said, Middletown's finest. My bro, right here, dog. I love you, boy. Yeah. Stay safe, man. Tell the fam I said what up. And, love you uh, too, brother. No, we we I gonna dig. Be a guest. We, yeah, all oh, facts. Like I said, you, that because my cousin got something to say about that Drake take. I'm telling you, he might be with you. Oh yeah, know. he might not. I'm with it all. We can oh, go. No, we no. listen. I want to. I don't want to go song for song. I'm trying to go album no, yeah, for album, yeah. cause okay. you know yeah, what I'm saying. Body of work. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he the hardest. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> he the hardest. Right. I feel you, man. Well, all right, man. Like I said, I appreciate it, man. We gonna link up. Like I said, we are gonna definitely get you on, man, live in person, bro. But I love okay, you, man. I said, man, stay up, man. Too, bro. All right, yeah. Bro.